Hello and welcome to Midnight Fun. I'm Liv and I'm here this week because, oh sorry you guys, we kind of left you for a while, but we had good reasons. We went on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice time. <laughs> I'm Katie and I'm here this week because I have COVID, so uh, I'm not going anywhere else. <laughs> my poor me. Just to caveat, I am double vaxxed. Everyone go get your vax, but yes. clearly it had one off because I am the person in our friend group that got their vax yep. the earliest and I'm the only one that's got it. So if you can get your booster dose, yeah. get it in. Get, go get it done. <laughs> I feel like I really got away with something there because like 99% yeah. sure I'm not going to get COVID now because it's been quite a few days since I saw Katie. Negative lat flows, negative PCR, negative everything. Um that's what we like to hear just me suffering alone and her housemate (laughs) who is coincidentally my boyfriend also doesn't have covid which is great news (laughs) yeah it does mean i don't get run of my house though i'm just in my room like i promise not to breathe on you i guess (laughs) he's yellow wallpapering you it's horrible i can't believe he'd do this literally i'm making really good friends with the woman in my wallpaper do you think she's gonna walk out anytime soon probably mm. i think she's a bit shy right now okay. but we're only you know, on what day three of isolation yeah, so, so you just give to, it seven more you just need to like carry on staring at it and then eventually she'll start w- moving around absolutely speaking of diseases um <laughs> zombie disease this week on life after Beth. okay so it wasn't zombie disease it was something else no right it was so interesting. We'll get into this in my law layout because, look, guys, we've done zombies. You know where we're coming from. The word zombie comes from the Haitian word. Um, I can't exactly mm-hmm. what the Haitian word exactly translates to, but it comes from Haitian and it's to do with like curses and people being cursed to rise from the dead, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not going to do it again. We've done it so many times. But yeah, if you want like the quick recap, go into our warm bodies app. Yeah. But we'll do a quick overview when we get into the law layout. Yeah. We'll mostly probably talk about like the weird things mm-hmm. that they do with the zombie law in this because it's not super straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's not what happens in a lot of zombie stuff. But anyway, should we get into like a quick summary and then yeah. we can move on to that? So, where do we start, Liv? Uh, well, we start um, with Orby Plaza going on a little hike. Yep, just vibing. Just goes on Pure a solo vibes. little hike. Yeah, gets bit by a snake, um, dies. dies. (laughs) Very sad. Uh, Yeah, the tone is very, like, campy, fun, violent. So if you think it sounds, like, scary and violent so far, it's not. It's very camp horror. Yeah, I have many things to say about this movie, and all of them, a lot of them are good. Um, And so then her boyfriend, Dane DeHaan, uh, is, like, Mm -hmm. proper sad, and, like, keeps going over to her parents' house, like, playing chess with her dad, and... You know, he thinks they're really mm-hmm. getting on. And then one day they just start ignoring him for, like, no reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's so mean. It's so sad. He's like, why are they ignoring me? So he, like, goes a bit off the rails. Like, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's allowed because his girlfriend has died. Um, yeah. And then he, like... The Hand's allowed a little stress episode yeah. as a treat. And then he, like, breaks into the house. And there's Beth, his girlfriend. She's alive. Yep, there she is. There she is. Uh, he sees her through the window and goes absolutely mad at her and her parents. Like, what the hell is happening? What is going on? Like, whoa, what? And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. It's a miracle, actually. And he's like, uh, no. Also, right, I don't mean this to be rude or anything, but like, so significant to the plot is that Beth's parents are Jewish. And as far as I can tell, this movie takes place basically just within like a jewish community 
Mm-hmm. But they call they reference they Jesus quite a lot for Jewish people. I was very confused. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, um, Beth's alive, and you know she she's she can't remember anything that's happened, and she just really wants to go on a hike. Yeah, she really wants to go on a hike, and then her parents are like, "No, you can't go out during the day. Wait until it's nighttime when it's safe." And she's like, "You guys are so weird," because she does not know that she, she is dead. Great. Um, they do sneak out on a date to the park, and she gets like blisters all over her face from the yeah. sun, which is like fun zombie law. Haven't heard that one. Yeah. Um, never seen that before yeah and because of all the blisters it's not it kind of just looks like a bad sunburn but uh, her dad mm. bans Zach which is Dane to hand from her house and is like no you're not safe so he sneaks in yep uh, <laughs> yeah yeah and they go on like a that. nighttime, like what's it called like a drive to a beach <laughs> He performs a song for her. She hates it. Um, she hates it. She so hates much. it. He's like singing this song about like love and sadness and stuff, and she's like, "Stop it! That's so gay." Because obviously, you know, this was made in twenty fourteen. Um, <laughs> there's nothing gayer than singing a song to your girlfriend as a man. Um, yeah, and then she goes there's zombie a lot crazy. Of language in this film, there are. She does. She goes like, but then also she keeps doing like really violent things and then being like, wait, oh my God, what's that? That's so weird. Yeah, it's... like she smashes a window like, and then is like, oh, your yeah. car is so cold. You need to get your windows fixed. <laughs> like, why? You know, like literally anyone could like climb into this car, right? It's very funny. Yeah. And then she's just getting um, more violent he... and like insane. Yeah. But then he puts on smooth jazz and she's chill and she's like, oh my God, I love this. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love smooth jazz so much. Um, <laughs> so then he like drives her back. It's like a whole yeah. Thing. She's obsessed with being in the attic and, and like putting. Oh, mud she loves in being in the attic. attic. So he drives her back, pops her in the attic, mm-hmm. and then he goes to like a diner. Yeah. Before that, she tries like, to she tries to hook up with him, and he's like, "Absolutely not, zombie oh, girlfriend." Yeah. And he's like, "No, no, no, not before that." He's hooked up with her, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> In a kid's playground. Yep. In a sand pit. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so then he goes to a diner, and they're playing smooth jazz, and he's like, I hate smooth jazz. Yeah, because he's just discovered that the, the smooth jazz calms the zombies down, which is yeah. a fun little quirk. Yeah, and then there's a guy, there's like a busboy in the back who is acting really odd, and he's like, hmm, that's weird. And Anna Kendrick's here. Yeah, she is. I love Anna Kendrick. She's... She's pre-Pitch Perfect, mm-hmm. Anna Kendrick, I believe, which is why she like she looks like Rachel from Twilight. Not Rachel, Becky. She looks like Rebecca from Twilight in this. Mm-hmm. Like she's... Not Rebecca. I don't know. You mean Jess. <laughs> I mean Jess. Yeah. Why did I say Rebecca? <laughs> I don't know. It's really being... Rebecca's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I wanted to call her Becky and I have no idea who Becky is. She seems like a Becky. I think... I think what's she her name like in this? Erica, right? Erica, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but she seems anyway. like... So she's here, she's Erica. She's like... She's a friend so, of, like, her mum. Like their mum's a friend of Dane That kind of thing, yeah. They do jazzercise together. Yeah. It's cute. Um, And, like, they just have a chat. Dane DeHaan's really weird. Yeah. To be fair, he, he's like, dealing with a lot. <laughs> he is dealing with a lot, but he has very odd, and she finds it cute and charming. And then they go outside, and then... 
Beth's there and he accidentally <laughs> runs her over and then she's completely fine. Um, and um, she gets really confused and she thinks that he's trying to replace her with Erica. So she like attacks Erica and Erica's like, oh my God, you're like weirdly strong. Yeah. She's um, like, is this a different Beth? Because your Beth is dead and we've just had a conversation about like, her. She's like, another Beth? And Beth's like, who is the other you? Beth? I don't know that I'm dead. Who's the other Beth? Yeah. Um, and it ends with um, Zach breaking and being like, you are dead. And then takes her to her grave. Yep. <laughs> yep. And she's like, wait, what? What is yeah, this? And then this is like a prank, prank, right? She loses her marbles after that. Um, she does. And then she goes home. And her dad also loses his marbles, to be fair. Yeah. Yep. Because he's like, she's gone wild you need to tell her that you love her and you're going to be together forever otherwise she's just going to keep like attacking things yeah uh meanwhile zach goes home like momentarily uh and his dead granddad's there and then several other yeah family members show up zombies obviously and like yeah. the old homeowners turn yeah. up so it's really it's big zombie apocalypse hours um yeah that's just that everywhere and then Beth eats a person. Yep. Beth does eat a whole person. Um, her dad's Beth just picked Zach up and has brought him over. Um, and yeah, she eats a bystander. Yep. Um, and then yep, they does. drive away. Um, <laughs> yep. They, they do. It's um. It's basically like also implied that once you eat a person in the zombie film, that's it. You're a zombie forever. Yeah. And a, you know. Um. So. Zach runs home. Days of yeah. Yeah, Zach runs home. And there's he graphic corpses of, like, burnt bodies oh, in the backyard. They go really hard on the, like, look at your parents' corpses. And it's, like, crikey. Yeah, they're, like, all these like all these burnt corpses. Yeah. That's terrifying. So he packs all his stuff up and he's going to leave. And he goes back to Beth's house. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, he's insane. She's he gets Yeah. Him. She is chained up to the oven. Yeah. Uh, eating her mum's fingers. That's right, right? Yeah, her mum has chopped her fingers off to feed her, oh. which, like, the devotion. Yeah. Like, it's a really, I know it's supposed to be, like, a comedy thing where she's like, I had nothing else to feed her, but I'm also like, wow, geez. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. Absolutely. Like, that's a lot of motherly love that we do, right We do find out that she has killed her dad. Um, she has killed and eaten her dad. Yeah. She's also got, like, a pipe sticking through her abdomen at this point. Yep. Um, and she just keeps going, hungry. Yeah. Zach ends up convincing her to go on a hike because that's what she's been wanting to do with yeah. him. So they go on a hike. Yeah. He is attached to... She is attached to the oven still. They run into... It's very funny. Brother, she just stands his up brother, and walks sorry. out. Yeah, they run into his brother who is played by Matthew Grey Goobler. Um, who he's so cute. Loves. He's very cute in this. He is like... His character's annoying, but he's cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like his character's clearly he's like... so adorable. A Republican that loves weapons. But he's cute. Yeah. Um, anyway... He's cute, and he's he's like, he's like, I can't just do this, and he's like, no, 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 you have to. Yeah. Like she's suffering, and he he gives him his gun. Yeah, they also find out and, that his uh, parents he... are actually alive, which is good. It was yeah, someone they're actually else's alive, corpses. and they're all hanging out at Erica's parents' house. Yeah. Um, so he takes Beth on a hike, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I never went hiking with you. Yeah. When you wanted to, I'm sorry that I never wanted to go hiking. Um, I love you. Yeah. And then she looks at him and she says, I love you too. And then he shoots her 
in the head. Yeah. But it's actually not as graphic as I thought it was going to no, be. No, it's not so And bad. then she falls down a hill. Still attached to the oven. So many times. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, uh, he goes home. They find Erica. Everyone's like, look, Zach, look who we found. Oh, my God. And, like, encourages him to talk to her. <laughs> Their priorities are not the apocalypse. It's very, like, Erica's cute, right? <laughs> cute, right? And then, um, so then they bury all the... Uh, and then, basically, everything just goes back to normal. They bury all the zombies. It's really funny. All the zombies get reburied in, like, reinforced concrete coffins. And you can kind of see. It's pretty fun. In, like, one of the final seas. He goes to her grave. He puts her scarf that he took um, on her grave and a little chess piece on her dad's grave because they like to play chess together. And he goes, gets in the car with Erica and as his mum drives him away, he's like, you want to get dinner? She's like, yeah, dinner would be nice. And I'm like, bruh, your girlfriend has just re-died. You just re-murdered your girlfriend. Come on now. Like, I just feel like you shouldn't be dating. No, I think you maybe need some time. Until at least six months after you re-dead your girlfriend. Right, because the apocalypse just kind of ends. I'm not 100% sure. It's implied that it's not even like a zombie apocalypse. It's just something that affected this small community. Yeah, and like, yeah. Which is interesting. I think this is a good way to step into law layout because it's a weird one. Like, they don't... they the. Plot just kind of happens, and the plot is a zombie. Mm-hmm. But it, there's no, it's a, it's a ninety minute movie. There's no time for like, and this yeah. is where the zombie came from. There's this weird serum in the ground or anything like mm-hmm. that. You know, like when we watch Warm Bodies, there's a whole flashback about where they mm-hmm. came from and what happens to them and why they have to eat people. You watch most zombie films like World War Z or Zombieland or something like that, yep. and they give you like. The why they're the zombies and how they stop being zombies think this movie doesn't yeah. do it at all really no it doesn't but it's they're also more traditional zombies like the ones that you've mentioned they're like zombie mm-hmm. land warm bodies all of those are like it's a virus that infects yes. people this isn't this is your traditional dead people coming back to life and crawling out right. of the ground and that's so interesting like because it's, like it's like yeah. modern zombies tend to be like a well we know quite a lot about mm-hmm. like death and stuff these days so the reason that we can comprehend like zombies coming back is like a scientific thing whereas there's nothing Mm. scientific in this one like like they say like it's a miracle but it's clearly like just i don't know they don't there's never an explanation for it there's a lot of no there's no a lot of modern zombie films are like science focus because that's how we would conceive a zombie to actually happen you know Mm mm-hmm like usually I'd say if it's if they're gonna do like a traditional dead people coming back to life, I'd assume that it's like, ooh, there's chemicals in the yeah. ground and like or or I mean traditional is uh, a curse. Yeah. Um there's actually a really good part in this film that I really appreciate is that um the Slocums, which is Aubrey Plaza's mm-hmm. family, uh, or Beth's family, so the Slocums have a Haitian um uh like maid or cleaner. Mm-hmm. And at the very start of the film, she's running away from the house and Zach's like, oh my gosh, maybe she knows something about it because she's Haitian. And he goes to find where she used to live and her, maybe brother, maybe boyfriend, it's not really too clear, um, is like, wait, seriously, you think that she knows anything to do with this just because she's Haitian? No, she left because Mr. Slocum tried to touch her. Like, (laughs) It's like, no, her dad's a literal creep. And then you're like, oh, I don't mind that he's dead. Yeah, which I think, I think was actually like a very, like a good twist on like that expectation that like, which arguably, well, there's technically two black characters because of um, Pearlie's companion who we see, Mm -hmm. uh, 
who who speaks to him but apart from that there is one main black character who gets barely any lines you just see pearly at the front start of the film screaming and running away and saying that the house is bad yeah. so to if the actual setup was that the one black character had cursed this nice yeah. family this like family that would have been like yeah it's like a dangerous so overwhelmingly yeah. dodgy and i do really like that they were like seriously dude like that you, you're going to just assume that she had something to yeah, do with it yeah definitely no it's, it's which i think it's, it's fun and it's like cool to be like give yeah. the reference to like like haitian folklore is where traditional zombies mm-hmm. come from yeah, and yeah, these yeah, are definitely. the more traditional ones like a lot of the time like mm-hmm. i think in haitian myth it comes from like folklore and magic and things like that as opposed to like yeah. the modern like frankenstein-esque zombie which is like yeah. parasites and all sorts like that yeah, parasites and yeah. like so a super know, cool different kind of zombie than <laughs> like my personal favorite is the virus in Eye Zombie, which is a, something that's triggered by um, a particular strain of tainted drugs Ooh. and an energy drink <laughs> mixed together. You would be the first to go down it's on the that. <laughs> I don't do designer True, drugs, but someone would be like, "Hey, Liv, I heard that if you have a tang fastic and you shake a monster energy really fast into your mouth, something cool happens." You'd be like, "Well, I have to try it." So i'll be like well yes i would be like so if you just have the doritos sushi um and then a monster energy i'm so sad i never got to try (laughs) maybe they'll bring it back (laughs) i really hope they do i'm really upset that i did (laughs) yeah so um in traditional haitian folklore a zombie is just an animated corpse that's raised by magical Mm -hmm. means so like witchcraft or you know um voodoo or anything like that but yeah another thing that i really liked about this film is that it's a zombie movie with very small amounts of gore. Yeah, not a lot. And I really yeah. like that. You never actually see Beth eat a person. She eats a person completely yeah. off screen. There's one bit where she eats like one of her mum's fingers, but you don't like see her like, there's no like ripping of flesh. There's no like a lot. Of, there's not like a lot of gratuitous blood, which is why when I mentioned like the, when he shoots Beth, there's not that no, much blood. No, not really at all. Like at all. Like traditionally in films, when someone shoots someone else, it's like pff, blood everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm, definitely, especially zombie films have become like synonymous with like okay, gory yeah. body ripping film, basically. Which, it's not my favorite, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I like, and you know me, I love a good zombie. I love the zombie genre as a whole. But I, you know, if it's not like, like as an example, like I think Shaun of the Dead does the gratuitous gore in a really good mm-hmm. way. It the t- it works you know, with the tone, sort of, like, way, yeah. Yeah, it works with the tone, but like when you're like watching like a more serious zombie movie, like I will say like Zombieland, mm-hmm. especially the second Zombieland, airs a bit on the side of too much gross. Yeah, definitely. In my opinion, mm-hmm. mostly because there's multiple scenes of people just vomiting, Ugh. and I hate yeah, that. Not for me. Like, it's yeah, it's it's not the best. I mean, I still love the Zombieland movies, but I do think that they are very much like in your mm-hmm. face gore, like kind of thing. And like I watched. Um, Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's going to really bug me. The zombie movie that's set in Vegas. Oh, I know the one. Um, is it? Is it a Zack yeah. Snyder film? Yeah, it's a Zack Snyder. It's the Zack yeah. Snyder one. And I cannot for the life of me remember what it's called. If you just type in Zack Snyder Vegas zombie movie, it will Army of the Dead. Wait, I should just look at... Army that's of the it. Dead, right. I... Army of the Dead, I liked. I feel like it would have been way better as a series. Mm, I've not seen it. I've heard mixed things on it. The concept in it 
so interesting yeah. in that zombies are caused by aliens oh that's such a twist they're a race of aliens Ooh. that can also infect humans it's really cool like and also like um wait actually do you mind absolutely spoilers? tell me spoilers i'll watch it eventually okay i've got so, covid now i'll forget anything you'll tell if me if there's more spoilers <laughs> so i'm not gonna go into the biggest spoiler because okay. there's a huge thing that happens in the plot and it's like and i wish they'd gone into it more but so um Mild spoilers. So basically, when you become a zombie, like, they can choose to, like, give, like, okay. consciousness to you, basically. So they have this whole horde of, like, non-thinking, like, just your average zombie zombies. And then they have other zombies that can, like, think okay. for themselves and can communicate and, like, have relationships and are even, like, in love with each other. They also have a concept of, like, aesthetics, mm. which I find amazing. The main zombie, so it's this main guy and his, um, I think, wife. I'm, I think it's implied that they are married. Um... Which, again, they have a concept of marriage. They have a concept of, like, yeah, partnership. That's fun. Amazing. And so he specifically dresses, like, the statue of Caesar Ooh, in Vegas. That's so fun. Um, because it's what he sees when yeah. he stands up and he sees this, like, giant statue. And he's on horse and he learns to ride a horse. And he rides a horse, like, through, like, the ruins mm-hmm. of Las Vegas. And his wife is dressed in, like, this beautiful, like, dancer's outfit with, like, a tiara and, like, Ooh. glitter. And these, like, beautiful little ballet pumps. And it's, like, it's, like, a symbol that they, like, these clothes to them signify that they're way more important oh, than anyone else. That's so cool. And I think that's yeah. so cool. That's so cool to give them, like, a concept of like, that. I love a non-traditional yeah, zombie. I don't, I think Army of the Dead, I think Army of the Dead was mm. trying to be two movies at once, which is my issue. Because it's trying to be a heist movie, and I love some of the heist parts of it. But then it's also trying to be, like, a gritty, really, like... And you, if and you put that into what, like a four to six well. part series, you could have time to do that. Yeah, I yeah. think it would have been great as a four to six part series. Instead, it's a god. I actually don't even know the runtime of it, but mm. I, it felt quite long when yeah. I was watching it. Because I ended up watching it, I think, when I was I was house I was dog sitting. My, it's two and a half my, hours my long. Dog. I just googled like, it by two myself. And a half hours. That's a long runtime. Yeah. That's the same as Dune. It's a lot. <laughs> it's two and a half hours and it still feels like there's multiple yeah, plot lines that they don't lot. explore. You know what I mean? Like it's... Definitely. You know, it's it's a shame really. Because like, I think it would, like, I think it had so yeah. much potential in the way that this was... And it's also like, I mean, Life After Beth, I think, like, I don't think Life After Beth is the same thing. I think Life After Beth is mm-hmm. a great non-traditional zombie movie. But damn, I really yeah, wish I knew right? I would love to from. know more because it's not, like, as far as I can tell anyway, I've like done like mild research on it there's not there's not like anything it's based on it's just from um what's his name jeff boehner he wrote and directed it so it's very like yeah yeah, yeah. there's hardly like any information on it i was uh doing fandom phenomenons this week and there's no. very little i couldn't find anything what i did find was so many matthew gray googler blogs where they just talk about how hot he is Good. and they're all like specific wordpresses about Good. him and they're great and i love the teens and they're He's all adorable. just like fan edits of him um but what i did find really interesting is that yeah. it hasn't rated well, super well so like on on Letterboxd, it's no. like a 2.8. And like Letterboxd is kind of a more pretentious film site. It's not like everyone is on Letterboxd. It's my favorite because it's got more funny comments mm-hmm. on and less people like whining. It's like most people leave like a small review. Mm-hmm. But on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like an audience score yeah. of 31 and like 45% on the tomato meter, yeah. which, you know, isn't great. Like yeah. part of people 
praise Aubrey Plaza's performance, think... but like other than that, they don't like it. I think it's fun. <laughs> mm. I think it's really fun. I think it's a fun take. I think maybe it's because 2014 was a really like, that was really in that era of zombie movies. And I think it's because it's such mm. a non-traditional zombie movie that people are like, but I thought she was going to like eat yeah, her boyfriend, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Like, I think it's kind of like that. Although actually, and I have a really, this is, this comes from fan and friend mm. of the podcast, Annie. Um, I was talking to, actually oh, I watched this with her virtually and um, we we're having a little chat about it. And, she actually came up with a theory that I thought was really interesting. Um, I'll get her message up now because I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to quote her verbatim. I didn't ask if she well, could do this, but, you know. <laughs> ask for forgiveness after. <laughs> Sorry, I was just going to say, I have a new analysis of the film yesterday. Everyone's reaction to Beth as a zombie is them going mm. through the five stages of grief. Like the dad is denial, the mum is bargaining, and Zach is probably depression and then acceptance at the end. I think because maybe it's mostly Zach just going through the five stages, which is why he's the only one to make it through oh, to the end, really. Oh, that's such a good I concept. Yeah, definitely. That's so interesting. It's such a fun concept because I think also, like the zombies themselves like they do represent like that sort of like i don't know because also because they're like there's basically through the films like the zombies like slowly decay not like physically but like mentally yeah it's such an interesting perception of like the zombie in that Mm -hmm. a lot of zombie films you watch they instantly become mindless it's like oh you die and you come back and you they look like your loved one and they kind of say your name but that's not your loved one whereas when she comes back like immediately she's a bit like spacey and she's like oh have a test tomorrow and she doesn't remember like dying and stuff but she's still beth and like things like she gradually gets more violent and then he realizes that she's really strong Mm. but she doesn't have like the hunger for brains there's no there's no talk of brains at all in the end she eats like her dad and stuff but there's nothing about the brain or anything like that which is like a big zombie trope so that's a really interesting thing to like yeah do slightly differently it It could have been a lot more boring Um, yeah, and then also, I mean, also talked about with my flatmate Megan, another fan and friend of the podcast. Uh, Hi, Meg. <laughs> we all watch it together. Um, and she said that she thought it was really interesting that actually the zombies, going to get Freudian now, um, represent mm-hmm. like the id, and which obviously the id is Ooh. ruled by the three Fs, which are fight, yeah. fornicate, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and feed. So... You know, they're hungry. Beth mm-hmm. really wants to get with into Han, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, because at the start, she's like, oh, my God, no, my parents are home. Like, don't. And Yeah. Um, it shows her becoming more zombie-ish. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then she, you know, she just wants to fight people. Like, she gets really, really angry, and then she just wants to eat things. And I think it was really interesting. Yeah. I, what was the thing about them going into the attic? Because they talk about it all the time, uh, right? Is it I just guess, that they want to yeah. be far from the ground? I didn't quite I think so. I catch think, it. Well, my own theory on it was that, like, they've been underground and they remember crawling out from underground. So maybe they keep wanting to go up within an enclosed space. Because there's all, there's all mud in her attic, right? And she's like, is this mud all over the walls? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's like I the it's wood of an attic. Maybe like a grave, maybe? I don't know. That's, I think one of the flaws inside. of the film is that obviously, like, it's a short runtime, and I appreciate that. Love a ninety-minute mm. movie. Yeah. But like with zombie lore, like, there's some things that like you could do with. You don't have to explain it fully, but like giving a contextual reason for it. Like, yeah. we understand that she's strong, and we understand that she's like aggressive mm. because we understand those are zombie tropes. I don't super understand like a mud and attic zombie trope from yeah, the I don't culture. I would, like some kind of reasoning inside. behind that. 
Right? I like, think... I don't know if she's just trying to rebury herself, but then yeah. she's so high up. So you think, is she trying to get away from the ground? But if so, then why the why mud? The <laughs> yeah. I think... Yeah, I didn't really get it. There's a lot. Of th- this film leaves me with a lot of questions. Although I did have also another thing I thought was really interesting and fun. So we love Aubrey Plaza. Mm-hmm. Um, up until this point, she had mostly played fun, quirky girlfriend or like, mm-hmm. you know, bitchy breast friend or anything like that. And I think it's really interesting that like in Life After Beth, she is just the quirky girlfriend because she's like, well, that's who I am. So as a yeah. zombie, I will just become girlfriend i am girlfriend only i yeah. thought it was cool and fun i think it, i don't know if not we don't even know if any of these was the writer's intention but you know what we're no, absolutely not. Badly. absolutely because i think some things like maybe when we talk about the attic thing we're trying to find a reason to it but yeah. also like do we have a reason behind like oh they just like smooth jazz yeah. that's funny that's a funny comedy beat but that is played more as like a joke whereas the attic thing is like and when his granddad comes back, he's like, I fought in the I'm war. Get I into know that about attics. <laughs> yeah. So and you're like, what? <laughs> I think it's just like, I don't know, it's kind of like an absurdity thing, which is like yeah. kind of fun. It would be more fun if we had like maybe a 10 minute longer runtime with like an yeah. extra little joke explaining a reason. But you know what? Even just give me like a really in depth like wiki page with like. Yeah, reasoning. right? There's so, there's such just a little like information. A pamphlet, just like anything. Like, right i've been reading like loads of interviews and stuff with like the mm-hmm. director and stuff but i really don't have anything to share no, it's I mean, mostly pretty much stuff that we've talked about my personal favorite is me um so right so as i mentioned before like it's kind of implied that most if not all of the characters in this are jewish um mm-hmm. which is interesting most of the people actually playing the characters were raised catholic oh well, yeah that's interesting. i looked it up well i looked it up because i was like i like because i i didn't know if any of the cast were jewish and basically dane dehan's dad in it is jewish in mm-hmm. real life yeah the rest and of the john cast were raised c- catholic is john c riley jewish no he's not and he's i not? thought he oh. was because he frequently plays a jewish character he just frequently, he frequently plays jewish, jewish characters yeah <laughs> he's not he was raised I, catholic. I assume that the the writer and director are then Jewish? Yeah, no, Jeff Bean is Jewish. I just looked it up. He grew up mm. in a Jewish household in Miami. Oh. So that makes sense that he would want to write and portray a Jewish yeah. story. That's nice. That's fun. Yeah. I, that's, cool. I think that's fun. But I think also that, like, I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if there's, like, specific folklore. And there isn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, no. But did you know if you just type in Judaism and zombies, you get so many fun little articles? Oh, how come? It's great. Um, basically, it's just because... Um, like a lot of it is just kind of talking about like um it was like one there was one like blog post from like a rabbi who is basically saying mm-hmm. that someone had asked him what his view on zombies were and his basically yeah. idea was that like the reason why people like zombie movies so much is because we're also fascinated with the idea of death and he was like i think it's a good way to use zombie movies to, to actually get open a conversation about like uh the the jewish um beliefs around death and things like that so that was oh, really that's cool. such a good yeah that um so that's really cool there was because I found in actually, judaism um, there's not like heaven and hell and yeah, things like that yeah yeah that's interesting and I, I saw there was also something that was looking for specific article like actual article submissions on the link between judaism and like zombie fiction because it was saying that like mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's links between obviously unfortunately jewish people being portrayed as 
monsters in a lot of Mm -hmm. um, fiction or like Jewish stereotypes Mm -hmm. being used for the horrifying there's no real link between Jewish people and like actual zombies like it's usually like Mm. vampires werewolves that kind of thing so I was asking specifically for like articles like about that so I thought that was really interesting too there's a lot of really cool stuff out there if you look it up but overall Mm, no Jewish folklore with zombies they have golems which are um like creatures carved from the elements who are then animated yeah um Mm -hmm. Uh, but they don't have like a soul or anything uh it's also implied mm-hmm. in some some jewish people i'm not gonna speak for all jewish people in some like jewish thing it's implied that adam the first man was a golem before god breathed the actual spirit of life into him and that's um, what made him yeah, a man that's a cool idea um so yeah it's yeah, it, cool. loads of really interesting stuff but yeah no yeah, no zombies cool. <laughs> no zombies <laughs> no zombies but um it actually made me think of and this is gonna be a niche little piece of of stuff for you but um mm-hmm. now katie and i are huge bob's burgers fans yes there is one episode of bob's burgers where all of the kids watch a really scary zombie movie together and it's about these zombies <laughs> at a deli and i cannot for the yes. life of me <laughs> remember <laughs> what the name of it is but it's so oh it's it's something very silly and i just i kept thinking about it and i was just like huh <laughs> like the Mr. Bob's Burgers zombies. Ah, uh, uh, the Mr. Bob's Burgers zombie movie. I remember. Wasn't Tina like attracted to the zombie? No, that's um different. That's um she gets attracted to zombies because she she watched the Night of the Living Dead when she was a kid and she gets really scared. But then also because she's a uh. teenager, she starts having like kind of sexy dreams about the zombies ah yeah i just looked it up and chad the zombie is a zombie that appears twice in tina's erotic friend fiction yep yep yep. (laughs) good 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 good. speaking of uh (laughs) speaking of erotic friend fiction uh would you date or stake um these zombies Oh, would you date, date Aubrey Plaza as a zombie? She's really lovely. Would you keep dating Beth when she's doing the murders? Mm, I don't think I should have to make this decision. No, you're like, oh no, but also Aubrey Plaza, blink, blink, blink. I know, she's so cute, but... <laughs> We've just watched her in Happiest Season where she is the love of my life. Oh, she's so um, beautiful in that. So, yeah, imagine, like, current Aubrey Plaza Happy Season era as a zombie. You're like, well, I think you deserve to do some murders. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sweetie. Hey, baby. <laughs> Very much so. I do think that it's interesting. Um, I'm, like, not completely, because obviously it's a few years after Twilight and stuff, but we're still very much in the, like, recently post-Twilight era in 2014. Mm. You know what I mean? And, like, a lot of the, the supernatural romances, I find, anyway, are kind of, like, a response to Twilight, in a way. Like, they're, it's kind of, like, this anti-Twilight thing that we see. It's the same thing as mm-hmm. warm bodies, when there's any kind of, like, supernatural romance, when mm-hmm. it's, like, no, but, it like, the supernatural creature then at the end is bad, and, the like, the whole time it's kind of a joke that they're in mm-hmm. love with this, like, evil thing. And I do kind of think, obviously, paranormal romance has been out forever it's like not a new thing but i think the twilight effect shall we call it of bringing it super current yeah. super into the popular <laughs> imagination and stuff super romanticizing this relationship between like a teenager like normally a teenage girl and yeah. like a sexy evil teenage boy <laughs> making it like a sexy evil teenage girl except she's not like 
the the sexy stuff yeah. is like oh but he doesn't want to have sex because he's afraid of her like at that point and like yeah. she's not like she's not like a bad girl she's like super needy and it's like because she um they're in the car together and he like puts her in the car and like tries to walk around the car to get into the side and she smashes the window and starts screaming she's like, where she's like did i you thought go? you left me where did you go yeah it's kind it's of like so anti-twilight because he's su- she's super needy super like like clingy girl like mm. very tropey it's very funny <laughs> it is really good um yeah i think it's i think it's really fun i think it's like i don't know i think maybe maybe that is also the reason why it didn't do super well critically is that mm. it, was, it was it's fun and it's silly and it's clever um mm-hmm. and i think but also it was very different to a lot of the stuff that was coming out also i just have to say i did look it up and the zombie movie in bob's Burgers because it's called again with the living dead <laughs> Oh hell yeah! Hell <laughs> yeah! So good, and it takes completely place within a Jewish deli, and it's very silly and funny. Um, <laughs> so, but no, I think you're right. I think like it definitely. What I think probably life after Beth is a little bit tongue in cheek reaction to Twilight. Absolutely. I yeah, think I think a lot of things are that came out. Like, yeah, I think a lot we'll of things end are. Up looking at. Um, but I, I do also think it's I I think it's like a good film. I think at the end of the day, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, there's silly yeah. bits in it. I think also, I mean, we have to mention now, if you are going to watch this film and you haven't watched it already, please be warned, there is a ton of ableist language in it. There is. Like, Ableist non-stop. and homophobic language, very much of 2014, which is not an excuse, but you'll understand what to accept, like expect when I yeah. say that. Um, yeah, very much, like, Jennifer's body does it. Jennifer's body does it less, but it still mm. does it. Um, so yeah, I was gonna say when we get into our peaks and pits, that's the definite yeah. pit of this. I mean, I, I just got constant slurs by like how much yeah. they were using it. Although I've been uh, right. watching Gilmore Girls recently, and they say like mm. the S slur quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gilmore Girls is like does it very casually as well, and you're like, yeah, oh, I was like, having whoa. a nice time with this nice mother and daughter. Now we're saying slurs. Yeah, um. like. <laughs> so wild yeah um absolutely least fun thing about it least fun thing about it but yeah i think i don't know overall with dating i would definitely date aubrey plaza i think she's so beautiful i'd also date data hard in this damn i date matthew gray goobler in this absolutely they give him (laughs) there is so i'm so used to seeing him in little as in criminal minds as little cutie patootie spencer reed Mm. and they gave him a foot nope (laughs) <laughs> they gave him redacted a nasty boy haircut they made him, they gave him a little shaved side little, <laughs> he does like and like a little t- little bit on top and he's so cute but like oh my gosh <laughs> one of the top reviews in this is uh aubrey plaza looks like a zombie and yet she looks more alive than dane dehan true <laughs> did crack me up because he does look very tired for this movie I, I he's very attractive though he is very attractive um, he does. He does have, look asleep. Have you seen him in? Yeah. Have you seen him in Valerian? It's the silliest movie. No. Um, they get him to play like a bad boy action star, and it doesn't really work, oh, but, but it is fun. So, like, he looks like a dying Victorian child. <laughs> yeah, he does. It's like when like it is even less than like Timothy Chalamet now being like an action star, and you're like, but you're a sickly Victorian you're like a boy. Baby. <laughs> it's like when he's like, I actually no, I believe. Timothy Chalamet as um, Willy Wonka because yeah of course oh, he's gonna go around that. collecting delicious chocolates for his chocolate shop it's the last thing he's gonna do he's dying <laughs> please mama some sweeties he needs to find an heir so badly 
did you have a favorite quote in this film? Uh, I did. <laughs> what was it? Um, it's the bit where uh, Zach goes into I don't know, Kyle's room. Dane, I'm mm-hmm. going to say Dane DeHaan and Matthew Gregor. So Dane DeHaan goes into Matthew Gregor's room and he's like, he's left the door open. And he's like, God damn it, shut the door. So Dane DeHaan shuts the door, obviously, with him on the same <laughs> side of it. And he's like, no, get out the room. <laughs> shut the door with you outside it. Shut the door with you outside it. Very funny. <laughs> Did you have a favorite quote? Yes, mine's also an interaction between those two, which is very <laughs> funny that you've picked one as well. Um, but it's the opposite way around. So Kyle goes into um, Zach's room and he says, are you redacted your scarf? And he's like, no. Yeah, you're redacted your scarf. It's my dead girlfriend's scarf, okay? She's dead. (laughs) I really like it. It's really good. I did actually also have... uh, My other other favourite was... um, (laughs) I had a couple of those favourites, which was after... (laughs) Beth has eaten a person. Her dad goes, Aw, Bethy, what you do, honey? <laughs> also, it's very good. Also from the grandpa. Now I'm going to try and do um, a little old guy from New York voice. Mm-hmm. I come over for a little visit and my grandson pulls a gun on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Um, I did cool. also have a favorite piece of visual comedy. Which was Ooh, yeah. um, when Kyle and Zach are having a very serious conversation about how he needs to shoot Beth in the head. She has unfortunately mm-hmm. fallen back on her her cooker and is turtling. <laughs> she's like kicking yes, her she's like so bicycle good. kicking her legs in the air and like flailing <laughs> her arms. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's great. I will also say, I will recommend this is this is a little tip from me to you. Honestly, if you're watching anything that has like a zombie character in it, watch what they're doing. Also, if you watch How to Train Your Dragon and you just don't focus on the action at all and you just look, look at what the dragon's doing in the background, blah. <gasps> yes, viewing. they're so fun. When they're just flailing around. Yeah, they're just flailing or they're just playing and it's that's so, so nice. It's yeah. <laughs> I absolutely could recommend that. Like, I'm appreciating what the animators have done with this beautiful film. They made Toothless that cute so I could stare at him for the entire time. They did! Especially when there's little babies in the background. I love the little babies. I love it so much. (laughs) I want a dragon so much. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Are dragons supernatural? Can we do a podcast on them? (laughs) I don't think we could do how to... Well, no, we couldn't do how to train a dragon because, like, the the only way we'd be able to do a dragon romance is if there's a dragon that, like, turns into a human or can, like, actually... Well, the dragons romance each other in the third one. They do! Okay. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. When we start running out of ideas. Yeah. (laughs) So, Peaks and Pits. Yes. So, Pit, aforementioned, uh, use a lot of slurs in this film. Very 2014 of them. Don't like it. Um, Not for me. Uh, Peak, I don't know. I really like everyone in it. Like, Mm. everyone is doing such a fun job. Like, even Anna Kendrick's in, like, three scenes. And she's so fun. It's just, everyone seems to be having a fun time. And it's very silly. And I, like, I wish there was more explanation of the zombie lore. That's, like, my, like, minimal like very much smaller than the last pit pit mm. um that i wish that there was like minuscule law explanation yeah. even if it's just like a like the zombie's like i want this 
because this like kind of or like someone else is like puts it together in the film because not everything needs an explanation like the jazz thing is funny but other things kind of need them yeah but yeah i like the zombie lore other than that i like that they're like magic zombies and that i like that not everything is super explained i think i just needed like a step towards just like a crumb more exposition yeah, because it's like, cool. I like not having to sit through like a, and the science and the vaccine yeah, and exactly. the virus and it's spread boring. Like, even if but it just I, had Beth being like saying like a one word like grunted answer as to why she's bringing in dirt and going to the attic, you know? Yeah. I did, think- <laughs> I did like to be fair that the they wrap up the apocalypse in like yeah. an afternoon. Still- like they're like the zombies came and then the humans overpowered them because they have guns and it wasn't an issue yeah. and they it was it did suck because Anna Kendrick obviously did have to kill her grandma who'd come back from the dead. Yeah. But, you know, was already dead. Yeah. You know, it's very like quick. The zombies really don't have any power. They're not no. super murderous. Prefer- like they do kill a few people, but yeah, me because, too. The like- zombies aren't super organized yeah, traditionally when, like, you know what i mean zomb- like okay like as an example in Shaun of the dead when there's very very many mm-hmm. zombies and very very few people actually left alive um actually no to be fair that's at the m- midpoint of the movie at the end of the movie it kind of mm-hmm. goes back to normal but it's one of those things where i'm like if the zombies are so slow and not that great why have they managed to kill everyone you know exactly <laughs> Especially, like, against, like, people who can organise relatively quickly exactly. and, like, lock down their houses. Like, if you death. can easily out-brisk walk a zombie, I just don't think <laughs> right? the zombie apocalypse should be that big of a deal. Especially with this kind of zombie where they're not all instant, like, instant killer zombies. Yeah, like, exactly. The people that come to their house and are like, hello, I bought this house for 28 grand. Like, and they just think it's their house. Yeah. They haven't gone full Beth yet. They have a couple of weeks in it before they get there, yeah, you know? exactly. It's like... You know, they've not, they're not like, ah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think for my Pete's and Pits, pretty much similar mm-hmm. to yours, like the the language. And then also like, yeah. I just feel like there's a little bit missing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also like kind of a pit of mine also, um, I don't know. It's like, it's again linked to like the exposition thing. I was like, I can't work out what kind of zombie that Beth is because mm-hmm. like, she gets burned from going outside and the snake bite is yeah, still on which her. Is, but like, she gets run over by right? a car like, and still looks the same. Yeah, and also after that time, she's out in the day as well and doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be sunburned. No. You know what I mean? Like, that we're a bit distracted me. by the fact that she's under a tire, but you know. Yeah, but she doesn't... I think it's yeah. like that there's, like, shade on her face. Anyway. Yeah. As with, like, a lot of the other things we've done, there's been, like, quite intense lore behind stuff and we've had, like, mm. more to say. Whereas this, we obviously, we've had enough to say. We've almost yeah, yeah. filled 50 minutes. But still, yeah. we, like, normally we've got know. quite solid lore to dig know. into. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I'd say peak is, I, I, again, my peak is also the actual zombies. I love the zombies in there. Yeah. They were really fun and cool. Yeah, I liked, I liked that it was kind of like, and they just go back to their normal routine. I loved the bit with the mailman where he, like, bulldozes all of those mailboxes and just hands him like a, yes. a loose fist of like letters really fun yeah. <laughs> um really fun concept as well yeah i just i liked it yeah definitely so Liv, shall we talk about what we're doing next time yes yes yes, yes. christmas episode christmas. so excited christmas. except except it's still us so the christmas episode is on a film i've never seen i've never seen Um, it either i just know that it's scary 
I'm a me little baby. Too. I'm going to be so freaked me out. Me too. <laughs> At the moment, because of the ongoing unpleasantness mm. in my body and the world, I'm having very vivid dreams. Oh dear. So uh, I'm not going to be watching Krampus in the next couple of days i'm hoping when i've recovered a bit yeah that will be the time to watch when you're not gonna give me look covid i will come and watch it with you we'll watch it together absolutely hot chalk yes. and marshmallows and yes. blankets and soft toys oh yes 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 so that will be a little christmas episode mm-hmm. uh we're very excited It'll be nice. I'm excited. It will. It'll be um, fun. I'm so excited to dig into the Krampus lore. Oh, it's something completely I'm different so that we've not done before. I'm so jealous that you get to do Krampus lore. Hee hee hee. It's I, fine can because I you can do so many responsy things. Can I Pardon? Some, can I bring some offerings? It won't be on Krampus. It'll just be on other horrifying traditions. Absolutely. It will just. It'll be our Christmas special. We'll yeah. focus on Krampus, but we can do. All kind of Christmas. In the same way in Jennifer's body, we talked about mm-hmm. Halloween and stuff. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be I'm fun really, no, genuinely, I'm so excited for Krampus. I think it's going to be really Me fun. Me too. I'm more excited to talk about like the lore than I yes. am to watch the scary well, film. The lore <laughs> is amazing. Anyway, right. I can't. I can't because I'll ruin our entire next episode and I can't We'll do keep that it in guys. and it'll be coming to you potentially slightly earlier considering yeah. we had a little week off for our holiday and we want to get it out to you before Christmas. Yeah. So Merry Christmas. that'll be nice. If you've enjoyed this episode or you want to tell us what you thought about Life After Bath or have any fun Krampus tidbits, um, we're Midnight Fun Pod everywhere. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um... Where else are we? Twitter. Wait, no. Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Midnightfunpod at gmail.com if you've got a long thing you want to say. Yeah, yeah. We're also at Coffee Midnight Fun Pod if you want to send us a little early Christmas gift. Yes. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. Any thoughts? We'd love to hear from you. I would. Give me your zombie thoughts. Give me your zombie yeah. theories. Hell yeah. Yeah. What your favourite zombie lore is, because yeah. obviously there's so many different ones. So many. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening, and we'll see you next time for Christmas time. Bye. Bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is loved and respected by Rose Assety of Loyalty Freak Music. Neither Katie nor Liv are associated with any of the media or intellectual property discussed on the podcast. All views are their own. And remember... Vampires make terrible boyfriends.